Hey, podcast listeners, the Crown Refs Mentor Program and community just recently celebrated our two-year anniversary, and Patreon's been busy making their platform even better, and we're thrilled to share with you these updates. Patreon now has a collections tab, which features quick and easy access to our entire catalog, which includes over 25 of our exclusive shows and series, like Signal School, Rapid Responses, Guest Speakers, Crown Classics, Game Notes, Verbal Judo, The Wonderful Women of Officiating, The Sunday Swish, The CR Vlog, and Rule Resources, just to name a few. Not sure which tier is right for you? Our updated Crown Refs page has got you covered with a clear breakdown of each tier's offerings. And there's more. Patreon is now offering free seven-day trials to give you a delicious taste test of what's cooking inside of our Ref Kitchen. You can check out the reimagined Patreon app complete with community chats. Plus, we're introducing a new shop tab where you can grab individual episodes, exclusive instructional how-to videos, PDFs, pregame cards, whether you're a Patreon member or not. If our content has brought you any value in the past, we are kindly asking that you please consider joining the Crown Refs Mentor Program and Community for Officials. As soon as you sign up, I will personally send you a welcome email so then you can get access to our 36 Discord community channels. You can go to patreon.com backslash crown refs or click the link in this episode to come explore the future of Crown Refs on Patreon. I can't wait to work with you and introduce you to our incredible community. You're amazing. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. From New York, and it's a privilege to be here at the Doha International Referees Camp. Um, the staff that SAFE has put together is excellent staff of clinicians from around Europe and Asia. I'm glad to be a part of that from America. Um, I think there's about 40 different officials, so officials are receiving a bunch of different trainings through presentations. Uh, we talk about game management, communication, and a bunch of other skills that make officials better. And now we're their games and observing their games, and then going to provide them with feedback after the game. So it's a blessing to be here, and thanks for having me. My friend, you go first. Because no, no, I, no, no, no. I have a, I have a lot of, you know. Oh, I, I told them already in the, in okay. the after first. So. Okay, cool. So we'll go one ref at a time. First of all, nice job. Uh, there was a couple plays that I think would be good discussion points. Munera, right? Okay, so first play you had over there, you called a foul. Offensive player got the ball and dribbled right by the defender. And then you, you called the foul because he hit his hand. Do you remember that play? Do you think we could have been more patient and slow down your whistle and not call anything and just let the player go to the basket? Or did you think you needed to stop that play? Remember the, the one we talked about over here? Yeah, 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 yeah. So just be more patient and slow down and see what the contact does. Just give it a second to, remember, remember today we talked about start, develop, finish, then decide, okay? Um, with your hand count, just close your fingers. So it's like this. Like I was showing you in the morning when we had this, yeah. this exercise of going like this. Don't open the fingers and don't, don't show the numbers. Okay. Oh. I thought you were going to hit my chin. Yeah, this is, the, this is only the question, question of the practice. No yeah, so, and same thing with the chop. When you chop in, chop with the full hand, okay? Looks cleaner, more polished. Okay, um, clean strip on the ball. 
trying to think of where this play occurred. You had another play at 728. I don't know if it was on this side or this side, but again, it was, oh, it was over here. Yeah. You were the lead. You were the lead official. Um, player went to the basket, block, all ball, and then you had a foul. So, did you have an open look at that? Open anger. Did you did you see correctly what happened or? Where was the contact? The hand is the hand legal or illegal? Uh, when when player is holding the ball, and it is here, this is this is like okay. taking like a part of the ball. Okay, when he's holding the ball, okay. so this is not the foul. This is even there is a. This is the part of when he's holding. This is part of the of the ball. So avoid such a call. Don't do this. That's okay? the same rule in the U.S. as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, that yeah. could be on a jump shot too. If the hand is on the ball and you get the hand when it's still in contact with the ball, yeah. it's a legal play. And we must be careful to see if such a contact influences anything. It, it has no influence on the on the direction of the move, and, and he go for it. Mm -hmm. We don't need. We don't. We are not looking for the end one. So this is this is the point. You had an out-of-bounds play where you stop the clock with the right hand and then you point it with the left. So just try to do it with the same hand. Stop the clock with the left, point with the left. Okay? And always what he's saying and always, always, hello. You need something? Yeah, just small points. No, no, no. The, uh, Hold okay. my hand all the time. I, I'm throwing to the refs. The refs are not watching. They will improve. And Don't worry. Okay, now you have a, know, you have another I, crew. I know, I see the, the, the scores are learning. But I'm, I'm here to help guys, to support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm thank you. Appreciate How many times? Ten, ten times he fouled you? Times. Three times. Three? Default. Three times default. I'm even showing you guys. So... Did, did we go give him advice on how to better shoot his jump shot? <laughs> yes. I don't think we did. But they love doing it to us. So, so when what he said, use one hand and you show the direction. Always remain open to the court because this is the space you have to report. They have to know what you are showing. So don't turn with the back to the, to the court. So I am here, here is out of bounds. I go like this and like that. When we go, when we go other side, I use this hand and so this is this is looking more professional that you are able to use both hands but always use one hand in, in, in the one call and, and, and show the direction don't go like this huh? so yeah this and then go ahead only one time yeah just one time la, la, la. Uh, uh. this episode of the crown reps podcast is brought to you by refereestore.com to save 15% on all United Attire products, enter CROWN15 at checkout. We hope you enjoy this episode and do us one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. And then one more play you had. He called out of bounds that way and you went in and changed the call. I thought that was awesome partnering. Great teamwork. What exactly did you say to him to change the call? What was the conversation? Can you translate that? She went to the uh, to the ref and mm -hmm. she um, basically she saw that it hit the other team. Good. Leg. Good. So the, that's the reason why they changed. The so one addition. When we get together to bring information or change calls, keep it short 
and use 100% language. So all I want her to add to that is, hey, I'm 100%, it's off Red's foot. Yes, so there's no debate. It's just absolute and there's conviction. So that's all I got for you. Great work. Um, my friend. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> got you, got you. Looking similar, no problem. First note I have for you is you're too far out onto the court in trail. So he's out on the court. One time, the ball went right by his face. He did like that. Like he was in the Matrix. So be sideline oriented for the most part, okay? Also, I want you to square and open up your shoulders to the play. Down here, you're like this. Open, square. Same thing down here. You're like open, so you see bigger periphery. Because uh, when you will go to the IREF Academy, where it's all the stuff, and you will see, if you stay like this, you can see five players. But when you are, you are like this, you can see ten. So this is a difference. Good. You had a sequence where you didn't mark the three, and then you had a charge call, and you didn't stop the clock. So I want you to be more thorough with your signaling. Three-point attempts, right? And then a charge here, not just there. So we, have, we have only two signals to stop the clock. Foul and the violation. Foul and the violation. These are only two signals. No jump ball, no dance sportsman, nothing else. Foul or violation. And when you are signaling three, when the shot is from your side uh, or from other side, leave it on him. We are not mirroring anymore. So when the shot is from the from the weak side, means center is signaling three, and when the, the shot is success, you make like this. That's it. Okay, because because it's clear to explain because in the moment when the shot is from there, you are responsible for the flight of the ball. He is responsible for the foul. And when the ball is going in, therefore you compare. <laughs> and when you are trail, it's a verse. Okay. Um, couple others. Just one more from him. Um, which player was it? Number 15? 14? 14. Number 14. And he was talking to you before. I want to know what he said. And he, I want him to be a little bit more proactive with... Um, Look on, come on. Okay, so that's that's fine, but I want him to respond to that because he was very forceful and demanding and 
I thought it required a response from us. So just de-escalate, you know. Um, you, I don't have anything for you. We gotta go. No, I'm just kidding. I got, I got a couple things. It took me a minute, but I found a couple notes. So you had a, a non-shooting foul over here. Actually, I'm sorry. It was a shooting foul. Did you think it, we could have waved it off non-shooting, or did you have the player going up? I think I think it is non-shooting. Non-shooting, right? Yeah, I think. Okay, I uh, think so too. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I think he pump faked, and then he got landed on, but never went back up. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. so wave it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wave it off. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Here, we'll just step over here to the side. I know that this morning we were talking about de-escalation techniques for players, what we say to calm down the players, and I thought you did a really nice job handling that inbounds when the players were pushing. Remember, you used your voice? Yeah, What'd you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, I tell him easy. Easy, 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 easy. It's not hard, it's not much, but it brought them right down. If you don't say anything, they may push, and now we have a double technical foul, so excellent job. Foul in post. You also had a foul down here on a post play. He was calling for the ball and got held from behind, got wrapped. Do you remember that play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good call. I want you to use your voice on plays like that. I'm not saying I want you to talk them out of a foul there, but that's the play type where you see a little hold and grab. Let go. Let go. It's just, it's just, it's going to help create that a little bit better game flow. I'm not telling you to talk people out of fouls when there's illegal contact, but when it is below the level of illegal, just use your voice. Let go, let go. Maybe there's nothing you could have done on that play, but moving forward. This is not about this game. It's about your career moving forward. And then lastly, the same player, number 14, started to talk to you a little bit on the free throw. Right, but to me, he's like staring at you, and he's talking, and he's talking, and you're just kind of sitting back. I want you to take more of an initi initiative there. So, how did that conversation go? What did he say to you? How did you respond? Why, why, and what? I tell him C3, we try to stop the transition. Okay, good. So, that was an excellent response, but just be more proactive with calming him down and not letting it, because he was, he was being, again, demanding, like, you know, I, I should have been a foul, like, so just de-escalate them there. My man, thank you. Well done. Thank you. My pleasure. Well done. Thank you. Really nice job. So I'll just speak, do one at a time. You look very polished, very seasoned. You look confident. You look to be running the game. I liked um, when you and him had a double whistle. I liked, remember we spoke about urgency before? You were very urgent getting over, walking over, having that discussion with him about what the call is going to be. I heard your voice multiple times at the table. You were very solid, loud. You look confident. So great job. I agree with what he was saying about the kick ball. It was accidental, right? It, his foot accidentally hit it from the back. So. I thought it was on purpose, so it's my mistake. Oh, no worries. No worries. Um, this is not about life. You thought, oh, okay. You know okay. what is important? When you get the message that this was not like this, not repeat it next time. This, yeah. is, this is the point. Sure. Uh, Omar, I still want to hear you get a little, use your voice a little bit more. When you're calling a foul, it's like foul, and then you're like, making sure nobody's 
looking at you and like quietly going. I know the feeling. It, would, it just takes more experience and reps. I want to talk about one play that you had over here. It was a little bit like the play we spoke about yesterday about shifting your eyes. Do you remember the, the block that you called? Okay, just tell me what the defender did wrong. Well, before you answer that, did you get your eyes to the defender long enough or did you just do it at the end and react? It was near to me, so I, I didn't uh, clear So what I saw, the, the defender take a step but for, uh, forward, not back. Uh, so I think that a foul, mm -hmm. so that's why I so if he did move forward, then that's illegal, right? So you thought he moved forward and created the contact? Yeah, for, uh, yeah, because he wanted to make a Because he can, he can move forward before the contact still and still yeah. then reestablish yeah, his legal party. Obviously, he, he wanted to, uh, to take chop uh, off his foul. So the, I think what happened is the opposite, which is... To make a contact, to did you get a look at that play? What'd you think? I think it was not a foul. It wasn't a foul at all. No, it wasn't defensive foul. Oh, you would. Defensive was for me was moving backwards, not towards. You, no, it okay. was like similar to what I called as a charge in the first period, and the player was asking me the same thing. Saying, "You told me that the uh, defensive player has the right to move unless they move forward. So, what is the difference?" And I said my colleague had a better look at this. I didn't have the best position. That was my answer. But personally, I disagreed with the first Okay. All right. Well, this is this is fine. This is fine. This is just going to help you moving forward, especially on on the baseline. Try to stay a little bit wider. And as the play is happening, you got to look at the defender the whole time. And then you you're self talking in your mind. You say legal, 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 legal. And then a crash happens. You already know the answer because he's legal. If you're saying Legal, legal, illegal, illegal. Crash, then we go block. All right. Um, what? How did your exchange go with the player when he asked you about the call? I want to hear about your conversation Which with the player. The one you came uh, for me. Uh, this gentleman, eleven. The English, the English fellow. Yeah, yeah, I know, but here. Yeah. Because yeah, the other guy you called the foul on, his teammate did a good job of holding him back. Then his teammate came over and engaged with you. I just want to hear how the conversation went. Actually, I forget what uh, he said, but uh, uh, one of the things uh, that I remember what he told me about, uh, that what uh, Handel uh, said to him, which is, uh, he, he was uh, telling me that uh, your colleague uh, tell us uh, that it's okay to move uh, backward. Backwards, right. Yeah, uh, so this is uh, the same what happened here, exactly what uh, she said, he said to me. And uh, I said to him, uh, yeah, but your friend was moving forward, not backward. So that's why I think that it is a uh, block forward. Remember, you have that, that response, yeah. not letting them say the plays are the same. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, they're a little similar, but the plays are not exactly the same. So don't have a conversation under the framework that the plays are exactly identical, because yeah. no two plays are the same. Then you had another play, which guy was it? Number nine on the line, down here. Yeah, he, he made a move to the basket, went up, ball got knocked out, okay. hit his knee and it went out. Yeah. Do you remember that? But then you had a foul. Where, yeah. where was the illegal contact? Uh, I, I saw it on, on his hand. On the hand? Yeah, Is the hand legal or illegal? 
If you have the ball and I hit your hand, down, downward motion. In the contact with the ball? Or, or yes, you're dribbling or you're shooting. You're, you have hand, your hand is contacting the ball and I hit your hand. Is it doesn't affect the play. We don't need to play. I just want to make sure the rule is the same because in, in, in the NFHS and NCAA, that's the rule. If, if, if the ball handler or shooter has the ball in his hands, you can make contact with the hand, unless you do it purposely or, you know, it's too much contact. So um, just be just be patient. And um, I thought thought we could have went the other way with that. Remember, hands. They hit your hand. It's it's okay. Just let it just let it play on. Just try to have a little more patience. You didn't have a lot of plays. You maybe one or two fouls, which isn't your fault. We can't control that. One play you had. Forget the call. It was. It was either out of bounds or a foul. But you kind of put your fist up halfway. Or it was, it was just like quick. So I think it was. It might have been a three-point attempt. You were just kind of like that. Actually, I remember it was. I actually moved both hands, and it wasn't. The attempt was not successful. So I realized that then I had But make it an official signal. So don't just do it halfway. Mark it. If they make it, and you finish it. If not, you just drop your hand. But don't do halfway. Um, did you have any other plays? Did you have any other fouls? I'm trying to think. The one foul there, where the player, he took the rebound, and then the other teams, the black team, he pushed him like intentionally, which actually made him lose the balance. So that's why I gave him a foul. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a good call. That's one. And the other one, it was a blocking foul. There, okay. He blocked him. He was going dribbling, and then he blocked him. So okay. So it's just just all about more experience, more repetitions, practice, study, film, yeah. instructions, information, and it just takes time. But you're a former player, a national player, so you have the feel for the game. So you'll make the transition a lot easier than other other people. So you guys are all in the right place. You know, coming here to devote your time to officiating to what you love. So I commend you for it, and it was great watching you guys work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game.